This is Chris Reynolds and welcome to the Entrepreneur House podcast. The Entrepreneur House is a business accelerator for entrepreneurs creating events and retreats all over the world. Picture yourself with other high-level entrepreneurs in the northern mountains of Thailand, October 26, 2017. It will be full of masterminds, workshops, advisors, like-minded entrepreneurs, and of course, some fun adventure. If you're ready to take your business to the next level with other successful entrepreneurs, be sure to contact us ASAP at theentrepreneurhouse.com. And now, on to today's episode. What are some of the key skills needed to build a location independent business that pulls in over a million dollars a year? Would it surprise you if building relationships was at the top of that list? Today's guest answers that question, telling us how important relationship building has been in his business. Nate Ginsberg is the founder of an Amazon business he recently sold for nearly a million dollars. He started out four and a half years ago and shares with us the incredible importance of relationships and why he values them at the top of his list when becoming successful. Nate talks about being broke and moving home in 2012 and how he built a truly location independent business that keeps him traveling the world while making a lot of money and the importance of being a good person during this process. This is our 28th interview of 100 entrepreneurs that have built seven figure location independent businesses. Let's jump into the show. Welcome Nate to the podcast. How are you today? I'm doing excellent, Chris. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. Where are you calling in from? Currently in my apartment in Ho Chi Minh City, Vietnam. Very nice. You spend a lot of time there, right? Uh, I, I have spent a lot of time here, yeah. What do you like about it? Uh, I like that it's it's pretty easy to have uh, a pretty great uh, life. I mean, a lot of the things that are you know important, uh, food, exercise, people, um, productivity, you just get it's really easy to uh, do a lot of those things here. And uh, so it's easy to keep coming back to and, and fall back into to good, positive routines. I definitely want to chat more about your daily routines and your habits because from what I know of you, you keep a, a pretty well-balanced life while growing and learning and, and accumulating knowledge and growing your business and traveling the world. So I want to talk more about that. But first, Nate, we want to get your background. I think you have a pretty incredible story, one that I relate to. I think we went through some similar things. So if you don't mind just sharing the listeners kind of where it all started for you and how you grew into the entrepreneur that you are today. All right, sure. Well, um, all right, let's see. I guess it uh, starts after uh, after university. I uh, taught English in Korea for a year. And the idea was I didn't really know what I wanted to do, uh, wanted to do something different, loved to travel, um, knew I wanted something different, but didn't really know what that was. So yeah, I thought I'd take a year in Korea. And um, on my way uh, traveling home, I was backpacking for a couple of months through uh, Southeast Asia. And I was in uh, this little uh, northern Thailand town called Pai, where I was staying at this hostel and uh, met the first this, like online location independent um, entrepreneur, uh, Andrew. And he meeting him just totally like blew my mind as to what kind of a life was possible. And um, so after meeting him, it was just so clear to me that that is what I wanted for, for myself too. And uh, so when I got back home, uh, got to work, or started to try to get to work, <laughs> uh, which 
basically um, you know meant <laughs> spending all my money and going broke over the next six months trying to get different businesses you know off the ground mm-hmm. uh, which led me to eventually move back home to keep on trying. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, after a couple of months, was able to kind of build up enough uh, freelance income to uh, take off and start traveling. And man, I guess now that was like four and a half years ago. Um, and uh, along the way, you know, tried tried a lot of different stuff. Um, eventually, got into uh, e-commerce, which has gone better than anything else. And so, been been yeah, kind of. St- doing that the last the last few years and um it's kind of got got me to where i am now so when you were first starting your business and pumping money into your business and then you went broke and had to go back home for a, a bit of time do you mind me asking how much did you ri- originally invest into your business and how much you lost um, I mean, I don't remember the numbers exactly, but I, I had some savings from, from when I was, when I was teaching it, it, it paid pretty well and, and didn't really have much expenses. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't spending a ton on the business. It was more, I didn't have money coming in. And so a lot of my money was, um, just, you know, getting spent living my life and I didn't have, you know, inbound cash flow, which, yeah, yeah. I guess uh dried up <laughs> <laughs> what was it like for you going home and moving back with, you were and, with the parents i guess uh yeah yeah moved yeah. back to, uh back to my mom's house in in minneapolis minnesota and yeah i mean that was a a really uh you know it was a an interesting time i mean you know going from when I was first started, so wide-eyed and excited and uh, <laughs> confident slash <Yeah>. overconfident <laughs> that you know I was gonna you know make so much money so soon and and you know you're you're kind of on this high and then uh, I don't remember the exact moment but you know at some point it's all of a sudden it kind of creeps in the like oh wait you know m- maybe this isn't gonna work how how I'm thinking and. You know, you you have that like first like that seed, and then uh, at least for me, you know, as the money was running, you know, more out, uh, it, yeah, I mean, it 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 wears on you, and it it was it was hard. I mean, I remember being actually like depressed during uh, it was it was this summer, and I was in Chicago, and I, you know, it's one of the only points in my life I think that I remember being like depressed. I you know, just wanted to sleep, uh, you know, just like stay in bed. Um, you know, it's like drinking tons of coffee to try to, to try to like, you know, have energy to be motivated, but just like, you know, wasn't feeling it. And it, when it came down to it, I, I, I got a lot of good, uh, advice from, from friends and, and other entrepreneurs that I knew that I had reached out to. And basically I had two choices. I could get a job, you know, explore, explore getting a job and see what opportunities I find that way. Or I could move back home and keep on, you know, pursuing my dream. And, uh, I chose the move back home, which, uh, yeah, once I made that decision and, you know, committed and did it, it, everything, I guess, from that moment has kind of been going up. (laughs) It was just (laughs) before then (laughs) that it was, you know, going down or, you know, bottoming out. And, but, but once I, 
you know, once I, I, I did that and moved back home, it was, it was kind of like a re recommitment to, you know, figuring this out. And, um, yeah, I had a little bit of, I guess, you know, money coming in or things going for me at that, at that point and was, was able to build on it. And I guess I've just, you know, trying to keep, tried to keep building on it, you know, since then. And that's four and a half years ago, right? <laughs> I mean, well, I guess I, I moved back home. It was, I guess, yeah, like five years ago. And then I think I was home for around six months and, and uh-huh. yeah, took off traveling. Yeah. Four, four, four and a half years ago. Nice. And so fast forward to today, you just sold your Amazon business and it was well over seven figure business when you decided to sell it. How much did you sell your business for? Uh, just shy of 1 million. Nice. Congratulations, first of all. And I mean, that's such a growth process as a person in such a short time. What would you say was the, and this is a hard question to ask in kind of general, but what would you say is was the key to your success in those four and a half to five years? Yeah. I mean, if it, if it had to come down to, to one thing, uh, no question is people. Um, I have been fortunate to be able to, uh, really, I guess, you know, become a part of, you know, a community, you know, our community that has, uh, you know, opened up so many doors and opportunities and, you know, turned into, uh, you know, best friends, business partners, uh, investors, employees. And, and so, yeah, you know, the, the one thing for me has been, you know, has been people, um, you know, over the, the, the last years, uh, you know, investing in relationships and those relationships opening up doors, opening up opportunities that that really have ultimately led to pretty much all the good things that have happened in in my life and business. How have you changed as a person during that time, Nate? Well, a lot of it, I guess, over the last. Um, you know, a couple of months or, I mean, over the last few years, uh, as, as well as, you know, more recently, uh, really uh, understanding who I am and, and, and what I'm good at and, you know, trying to, trying to think of, of what my, you know, unique and best opportunity is, you know, for me. So I guess a lot of, you know, introspect, uh, introspection and, and, you know, trying to, um, you know, not, go, go with the current, um, as opposed to fighting against it and, you know, identifying the things that I'm good at and how I can contribute the best that I can. And, and, you know, more and more trying to put myself in situations where I can, you know, play to those strengths as opposed to trying to do other things that I might not be more of a, you know, natural fit for. Are you enjoying today's episode? I hope so. We're working hard to pick the minds of higher level entrepreneurs to bring you some applicable tactics for your business. October 26th, we will have our most impactful event ever. The experience includes workshops, masterminds, advisors, high speed Wi-Fi at a beautiful resort complex. So if you're ready to seriously take your business to the next level, contact us at theentrepreneurhouse.com. And now back to the show. Now, I know one thing that's important to you and one thing that I've heard you've done really well at, and you mentioned the importance of relationships and people. And one thing that I read in your bio, you said that you're really proud of 
not only the relationships that you've created, but also the environments that you have created for those that have been working for and with you during this time. So I'm wondering if you can share some of the tricks or tactics that you use to create such a great environment, a positive environment, and how that's affected the lives of the people that are working with you. Oh, man. Well, first, uh, yeah, uh, thank you for for asking that. I mean, that is like... um, I don't know that kind of stuff really uh, honestly it, it lights me up um and you know because it's it's you know in in my business or, or any of you know my career honestly what I'm probably most proud of uh is you know the team that you know we've put together and in the environment uh and the amazing people that you know I get to work with and and that you know and that uh you know work together so so for me I mean and some of the stuff that I've learned I mean I've hired you know, ton of people. Um, I fired a ton of people, um, and it, you know, it's 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 hard to get the right group. And and some some stuff that I've learned is, you know, that you you can't compromise on personality. And um, you know, I look at everyone on my team, and you know, kind of it's it's always asking the question. It's like, would you, you know, enthusiastically rehire this person and and if it's a no, then this isn't the right opportunity for them, uh, you know, for you or for them. And you know, when you when you look at it through that lens, uh, it keeps the you know when when you have uh, a commitment to keeping the the quality of everyone high, it just you know it's I think that's what the, you know if you want to have a high quality team, you know that's what they deserve. And you know, so so my. You know, commitment to that of one of just not letting, you know, not lowering the bar of, you know, in terms of in terms of the the people that we work with, it it allows me to continue to work with more and better people because they know that I'm committed to that and that this is an environment for them where they can, you know, grow and learn and and that, you know, their teammates aren't yet yeah, like it, they're not going to be compromised on. Um, you know, additionally, I'm a uh, some of the one of the other things I learned this summer is uh, this concept of uh, radical candor, and so what that means is when you're when you're communicating, um, you know, communicating with a high degree of uh, of care and directness, and so it's really just being being very honest, being very open, and and communicating, and you know, doing that. Um, it, it shows that you're honest and, and when you're, you know, when you're honest and, and when you genuinely care, uh, people, they notice and they, you know, I think it allows them to, you know, trust you and, and believe in you. And that's really what, you know, what I think you're, you're trying to do as a, you know, business owner or leader is, is, you know, getting these people to, you know, buy into you. And, um, you know, I think we've been, been able to do that by, you know, by, by being honest, um, you know, by caring, by being direct, by, by using this, you know, radical candor, um, and, and being, you know, being transparent. Uh, I, I really work to clue everyone on the team in on what's going on. Um, and also caring. I mean, when it, when it comes down to it, I genuinely care about everyone that, that I work with. And I, I kind of see it as my opportunity to build this, 
Um, you know, it's like choose, build this little world of, you know, that I get to choose who plays and what the rules are. And, and, you know, I, I, I try to take the most advantage of that possible to build, you know, the best little world that I can. And, and I've been really fortunate to find some amazing people to, to get to work with. And, uh, yeah, it's, you know, one of the things that I am most grateful for and, and just generally excited about, you know, with, with my business. It's incredible, Nate. You mentioned transparency with the people that you work with. So how how transparent are you? Does everybody on your team know how much the other people are making? Um, not all. That's okay. one thing that – so I've, I've thought about that, and I'd like to move towards more transparency You know, with that. I guess some know some, but, um, but yeah, uh, that is something that isn't completely – out on display. I want to I want to talk more about the growth of the business. So, you turned this into a multi-million dollar Amazon business and Amazon's hot right now. It's going like crazy in the US, in the UK, it's supposed to be growing even more in the next 5 years. I'm curious, what's your thoughts on Amazon where it is today and and where you think it's headed? Yeah, so um I mean, there's definitely a lot of opportunity there, you know, now, I mean, there has been, there, there still is, uh, you know, on the horizon, I see, I, I still see a lot of opportunity and, and just to kind of, to, to clarify. So when I sold, uh, so, so with my business, we sell or we did sell in the U S and the EU and, uh, we sold the U S business at the beginning of the summer, which at the time was doing much more that was where pretty much all the revenue and profit was coming from, but still had this EU side, which yeah, wasn't making very much money at the time, but, um, but have, have and are, you know, continuing to, to operate and run and, and grow the EU side, which, which we still, so when I say, you know, my team now, that's mostly what they're, you know, what everyone's working on. And yeah, I mean, uh, the business has been growing a lot and, um, still i think you know see a lot of opportunity for growth uh that that being said i think the general direction of amazon is going to be more uh consolidation and so this is something that i think has already been happening where you know experienced sellers that i would say like myself and and you know i have a lot of other friends that you know have a lot of amazon experience um you know have capital to to invest uh the game is you know it's 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 harder for a a new seller to come in and compete with someone who's more established and you know has capital and bankroll to you know to to market and and grow their business aggressively and so so that's right now there's kind of like the the experienced sellers i think it's been you know has been and will continue to you know consolidate with the the bigger experienced sellers uh that being said I think down the line it could, you know, be even going a step further and consolidate with like, you know, even even more so with uh, you know, more big money when, you know, some you know, different more traditional finance, uh, you know, private equity, you know, hedge funds, if like some of them I I think are, you know, starting to you know, starting to hear about the opportunities selling on Amazon and, you know, when these guys uh, you know, if and when these guys enter the market, uh, you know, it's their, you know, bankroll and, and the capital they have available, 
you know, really could, uh, you know, push a lot of even the experienced sellers, um, you know, out and consolidate even further to the ones that have even deeper pockets. So, and, and then after that, I mean, you know, maybe Amazon crowding everyone out and totally consolidating at the top. But, um, but yeah, I mean, that's kind of what I think in terms of, you know, long-term direction selling on Amazon. And, you know, so my strategy, I guess, has been and, and remains, um, take the most advantage of the opportunity now and when the time is right, you know, get out and take your chips off the table uh, to, to roll into, into whatever's next. You know, in general, I mean, Amazon, it's, it's hard. It's, you know, it's getting more crowded and, you know, more competitive. And we had, you know, built the business up pretty well over the last, you know, the, the previous few years. And, you know, I saw that, saw that as an opportunity to, yeah, you know, you know, take some cash, take some, take some risk out. Um, and, and also we, we were really focusing our growth on the EU side of things and had, had honestly been, been neglecting the, the U S account, which was still making, you know, the majority of the money, but, but was also, uh, you know, trending downward to be honest. And, mm-hmm. and I think that's because we, you know, all of our focus was on the EU side of the business. Uh, and I think with business in general, you know, things are, it's, they're always going in a direction. Nothing's ever just, you know, flat. It's either going up or it's going down and things go up if you work at them and they go down if you don't. And so with the U S business, it really, I think we had an opportunity at the right time to, you know, get out when it was still towards the top and be able to continue to, you know, get, get some cash off the table as well as uh, refocus on or just have the continued focus and only focus on the the EU side of the business, which is what we had been really working on anyway. So did somebody approach you about buying or did you have to reach out to others about selling? Yeah. Um, so we were approached. And so this was all, so again, um, you know, saying that all the best things in my life or business have happened, you know, through people. Uh, so, so first I, I sold, um, half my business to my now business partner, Travis. Uh, this was a few years ago. He bought into the Amazon business when it was, yeah, kind of starting to, to pick up and take off. Uh, so Travis is one of the most successful guys that, that I know, you know, period. He sold, you know, handful of businesses and um and his biggest one or the the owners or the the people that bought his biggest business or they actually bought two businesses from him uh kind of they they approached travis kind of randomly and said that they were interested in in buying more businesses and travis asked you know then pretty randomly out of the blue asked me if i maybe was interested in selling uh which i was and uh, yeah, long story short, uh, two days later, I was on a plane to China and uh, you know to go to go make a deal to sell the business and you know fast forward, I guess about a you know month or two and and yeah, it was it was a done deal. Was it an easy process for you to sell? Um, I, I mean. I guess I'd say relatively easy. I mean, it was a huge learning experience for, you know, a lot of things, a, a very new experience in general. Uh, 
I mean, the the deal itself, you know, looking back, it went it went pretty smoothly. You know, everything kind of went as was planned or as we, you know, kind of talked or anticipated. But but yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll tell you during, you know, during the process, uh, I was much more uneasy, much more unsure or nervous of, you know, because we, we, we talked about how how the deal would go. And I mean, the signs were pointing towards it going well, but, you know, man, it wasn't until the, you know, wire hit my bank that <laughs> I knew it was a done deal. And, uh, you know, so again, looking back, it, yeah, it did, it definitely went, you know, smoothly, relatively, you know, relatively, you know, no hiccups. But, but yeah, at the time, uh, I, you know, was still, you know, nervous or, you know, anxious about it until it was actually done. What did you do to celebrate once the wire hit the bank? Um, I was I was home with with uh, my family in in Minneapolis. You know, we we like went to dinner. Uh, you know, hung out with my family, which was good. But but honestly, what what really felt best was I gave my my team a bonus. Yeah, and um. That was really the, you know, probably like the the you know proudest and and best moment of of the sale was you know sending my team you know I sent my whole team you know bonuses I think it's like you know I don't know the equivalent of you know one or two month salary and like you know I I was thinking about doing that you know I wanted to do that and so you know being able to you know actually send that was. Yeah, like that was the the most you know gratifying and, and and satisfying you know part of the process or you know I guess part of of the sale, mm-hmm. and so so yeah, that's that that's what I did to celebrate. <laughs> what are you gonna do now that you have sold your business and you got a bit of money and and what's next for you? Uh, so what's next? So yeah, like I was you know talking about how in my life and my business the the best things have come from you know, all through people. And so that's what I'm trying to do more of, uh, you know, connect with more people. Uh, I've been helped tremendously from so many, so many people from so many, you know, parts of my life over the last few years. And, and that's what I, you know, want to do now. Um, you know, uh, you know, meet more people, see who, well, you know, not, not just any people, but you know, the right people, um, and you know find people that if they're interested in you know jobs or you know they want to uh you know be able to provide opportunities for people um or you know with you know money and i have my you know business partner and and you know other kind of you know friends or investors interested in in you know investing in other entrepreneurs you know just like you know i was invested in by my business partner travis and that has opened up you know all kinds of doors and 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 positive directions for me in my life i want to offer that to to other entrepreneurs as well um and well so i guess those those the main things (laughs) (laughs) so we want to chat nate like you're a true full-fledged seven-figure location independent entrepreneur going about all around the world doing new adventures going to conferences meeting people 
and you're the real deal. And so I'd love for you, I know there's a lot of five and six figure entrepreneurs that are location independent that are listening, or there's people that have businesses and they want to be location independent and have successful, highly successful businesses and they want to make that leap. So I'm wondering if you can give some tips to the listeners on some of the things that you did or the mentality that you had to create a true full-fledged seven-figure location independent business. All right. Well, well, first I gotta say thank you so much, Chris, for for the kind words. I'm, <laughs> uh, you know, flattered and, and and grateful to be you know here and you know yeah uh, you know being able to chat with you amongst I know a lot of other really really uh, you know amazing uh, you know other guests that you've had on the show. Um, but to to answer your question, I mean. Uh, I think like if one, you know, rule or thing has kind of uh, pushed my life in the right direction, it's that you're the average of the people you surround yourself with. And, you know, when I look at my life, uh, you know, starting from when I, you know, moved off from home and was traveling and then I, I came to Asia and, you know, when I first came to, to Chiang Mai and, and Saigon, um, you know, starting to surround myself with, you know, people who were successful running their business, um, you know, being location independent, uh, you know, just like it's, I mean, uh, an incredibly positive, you know, group and community and, you know, coming out there that immediately like, you know, pulled me up. I mean, it, it you know, took some time. I had to, you know, work on a lot of stuff myself, but, you know, eventually just, you know, continuing to be a part of that community just like pulled me up into, um, you know, doing similar things and, and, you know, kind of getting to similar levels and, so, you know, to, to continue with that and still, you know, in my life, like that's, that's kind of the rule that I, um, I don't know, you know, I really try to try to live by that. Um, and, you know, continue to surround myself with, you know, more and better people that I, you know, am going to be, you know, proud to be, you know, one, you know, to be an average of, yeah, them. And, you know, that continues to, it's kind of, you know, continues to, to work. I mean, the more and better people that I am able to surround myself with, uh, the, the better opportunities and, you know, the better my, my career seems to go. So, you know, one piece of advice would be, you know, find, find those five people and, and, you know, immerse yourself in that and, and become a part of, you know, that community, uh, because that will, yeah, I mean, I think that's, that's, what's gonna, you know, get you to, to move up to that level. Can you tell us who your five people are? Well, one that comes to mind, uh, my good friend, you know, your f- friend also, Alec, um, my business partner, Travis. Uh, I mean, I'm really close with my siblings, and uh, you know, we are fortunate to spend a lot of time together. We were just hanging out in, in Vietnam for a couple of weeks, which, which was awesome. Um, you're entrepreneurs also, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they they are are entrepreneurs doing um yeah copywriting and email marketing. Um, I mean, it's a, a lot of it depends on honestly where where I am. I mean, there are a few there are a few constants, I guess, in in my life. But a lot of it is um, the people that I'm you know able to surround myself with when I am 
you know, in, in that city. So in Saigon, and one of the reasons why I love to keep coming back here is there's always a great group of people here and, and it changes, but there's always a great group of people. So, um, you know, being here and now, um, uh, you know, just always, uh, you know, being, you know, making an effort to spend time with the amazing people here. And, you know, that will, you know, kind of push me or, you know, pull me or influence me, um, you know, while I'm here. And then, you know, if I'm in, uh, you know, Bali or Manila or Barcelona, you know, same thing, just, you know, seeking out the, the people there that I know I, I want to be, you know, as much of an average of and, you know, spending time with them. One thing that's so great about this lifestyle too, is, you know, you, you and I met in Barcelona a couple of months back and you heard of other entrepreneurs meeting up in Italy. And so, you just told us, oh, I'm going to take off for a few days and go hang out with those guys, and then I'll be back at the end of the week. It's It really is great because myself, the same, depending on what city I am, I'm in, I have a group of five people that I'm hanging out with and, and spending my time with, but it's really, we're really fortunate to have that type of lifestyle where we can do something like that. Yeah. I, I mean, one, one thing just kind of add to that with, uh, this whole, you know, location independence thing. And, and it's something that I think, you know, yeah, like you were saying, both of us really, you know, use it to our advantage, you know, for relationships. And, um, you know, that's something, you know, with the, the Italy, for example, I mean, I had an opportunity to spend some time with people that man, I mean, if I became an average of, you know, five of the people that, I was able to hang out with there, you know, my life and business would be, you know, way more forward, uh, you know, than it is now. And, mm -hmm. and, and, and yeah, to be able to, you know, have an opportunity or to be in a position to, you know, say yes to opportunities like that. Um, you know, that's, you know, really what I think a lot of the, you know, the, the potential and the benefit of location independence is, you know, to be able to, you know, use that to your advantage to say yes to opportunities that come up, whether it's in Italy, whether it's in Bali, whether it's in Vietnam and Barcelona. Um, and, and, and yeah, I mean, that's, that's incredibly powerful. I agree. Here's one more question for you, Nate. And uh, something that I work on continuously, the group of friends that you hung out with in, in Italy, you spoke of them as they were on like the next level from what you're at, right? And uh, so definitely. how, yeah, so how <laughs> do you maintain and curate, uh, maintain is a better word, how do you maintain these relationships on a solid level where you're one step lower than them or maybe two or maybe five? And how do you continue that friendship when and add value to that relationship when maybe it's much more beneficial for you on an entrepreneurial level to spend time around them as opposed to them spending time around you. Yeah, yeah, good good question. Um and and for and for that and I think it's it's something that I I've realized that I've I've kind of done, you know, naturally in my life. I mean, always trying to um you know, connect with and, you know, befriend and form relationships with people that were, you know, steps or, or levels above me. And, and I think, um, you know, the, if there was one thing that it came down to, it's just, you know, being interested and being curious. Um, you know, when I'm, when I'm meeting these people, it's, you know, it's not about me, uh, it's about them. And I want to, you know, first and foremost, I'm, you know, genuinely curious. I, I want to learn, you know, like, who are they? What are they doing? You know, I, I, I want to know about their business, you know, all the stuff that they're up to. And yeah, you know, people, people like to talk about themselves. People like when people, you know, are interested. And so, um, you know, when I'm meeting these people, it's, it's, 
you know, I'm not, I'm not asking them for things. I'm not, you know, trying to get feedback on, on what I'm doing or my ideas. And, and I mean, you know, uh, like my situation and stuff, you know, comes up, you know, when, when I'm talking to these people, but it's not like, that's not the motive. It's like, I'm there to, to learn about them, learn what they're doing. And yeah, like, if I can help or offer suggestions, make connections, um, you know, even if even if these people are you know at different stages or you know steps in front of me, often there's still ideas that I have or you know people that I've met that you know could help them or could connect them with, and so so I guess you know it comes down to you know being interested, you know, it's about them being interested in them and just trying to you know add value and help uh, you know wherever you can, and um, you know yeah doing that. Uh, I guess has, you know, has, has worked pretty well for me and, and I've, you know, been able to form a lot of, uh, yeah, really, really strong and positive relationships with, you know, people that are, you know, way, way further along than, than I am. Incredible buddy. Nate, is there any final tips or words of wisdom you'd like to share with our listeners before we sign off? Oh man, I think we've, I think we've covered a lot. (laughs) Um, you know, people, yeah, I mean, really, when it comes down to it, like we've been talking about, you know, for me at least, it's been it's been people, and um, you know, finding those people that can, you know, you know, push you forward, and you can become the average of to to really push yourself in the direction that that you want to be. Yeah, I think it says a lot about an individual who can manage the high times and the low times, and still be a good human being and treat others very well at the same time. So, kudos to you. Hats off to you, Nate. I'm very happy for all your success. So great job, my friend. If the listeners want to reach out to you, where's the best place they could do that at and learn more about what you have going on? Uh, yeah, thank you. Um, so first, yeah, thanks, thanks for the interview and, and all the kind words. I uh, appreciate it. It's a you know pleasure knowing you and and you know following your journey as well. Uh, to to get in touch, check out uh, UpperLimitVentures.com. Uh, that is where, like I was saying earlier, you know, we're looking for, uh, people to join our team. We're looking to invest in businesses. If you're interested in investing, um, you know, any and all, uh, like I said, it's all about people. The best opportunities have come from people. So, you know, I want to connect. Let's chat, um, upperlimitventures.com. Sounds great, Nate. Again, thank you so much for coming on the show. We're going to wrap up there. Listeners, thank you guys for joining us once again, and we'll see you all on the next episode. Goodbye, everybody. The Entrepreneur House is a business accelerator for established entrepreneurs. Imagine spending an extended period of time with other successful entrepreneurs working together and growing your business. Day-to-day, you interact with other driven and smart business people. Spending an extended period of time around them alters your business and your mentality around business. Goals are set, business grows, new partnerships develop, greater profit margins are achieved, the productivity skyrockets for the attendees, and you'll get to have an incredible adventure while doing it. This year our main event will be held in Chiang Mai, Thailand. It is four weeks from October 26th to November 24th, 2017. It will be full of workshops, masterminds, and co-working spaces. Be sure to check out the details at theentrepreneurhouse.com as soon as possible. For those of you that are interested and have some questions, don't hesitate to contact us, theentrepreneurhouse.com. We will respond as soon as we can. For now, saludos from somewhere in the world.